You think you know me. G'day everyone and welcome to On the Turnbuckle, episode 11, of course, the intro music for The Edge, bringing us in to the show. Did you did you just call him The Edge, Tony? Oh, sorry. He's Edge. not in you too. Well, no, but it's the intro music for, oh yeah, no, the, uh, Edge. G'day everyone and welcome. That was the intro music for Edge. Of course, his theme song brings us in to today's show, part of our Facebook uh, vote each week where we put two yeah. songs up against each other. The theme song challenge. Yeah, and uh, this week it was Ravishing Rick Rude up against Edge, and I can tell you that Ravishing Rick Rude had his pants pulled down. Yeah, similar to his feud with Jake the Snake Roberts, he's been <laughs> pantsed. 12% Ravishing Rick Rude, 88% for Edge. No, Adam the- Cop- Just call him Adam Copeland and be safe. I'm happy with Edge. Hello, boys. Uh, Lyle? Yeah, how you going, boys? Uh, yeah, good win by Edge. You know, he was a big uh, tag good win. team. It was devastating with uh, the Christian. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian. Yeah. Is that like the, the Edge anti- and the Christian. The Antichrist and the Grand Growl. <laughs> the J. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Just yeah. had a tooth taken out. Very oh, brave really? to be here. Uh, I really oh, want someone so, to note that, so I will. We're so proud of you. We're Thank so you. proud of. You. <laughs> Great show last week, boys. Tom Philippe, and uh, not only did it translate to being a great interview, but I think he took the impetus from that interview, and we'll talk about it more later on. To a fantastic bout. Well, um, he also he also split his chin right open, and um, so hopefully he's on the on the mend. Chin music. Yeah, I think he got more stitches in his chin than uh, Jay's been in the studio. So yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that's actually true. <laughs> That, might, that actually might be saying that's not a big wound. All right, it is time to find out how Tome Philippe is as we catch up with his girlfriend, Indy Hartwell. Indy, how are you and how's Tome? Well, I'm not doing so great after my loss on the weekend. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we'll talk about Tome, I guess. He happened to get three stitches after his match with Alan Payne on the weekend, so he's not in a great place right now, but he's strong. He'll pull through, you know, those three stitches. Yeah, kind sure of life-changing. He's a tough guy. <laughs> I think it's more like Tom's your boyfriend than the other way around. You're the star there, Indy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well put. Yeah, well, yeah I had point. to do something for feminism there a little bit. Good point. So, so tell us about, you said you weren't feeling too well after your loss. Was that body-wise or was that just mentally you're a bit devastated? Uh kind of both mentally i'm a bit devastated um and i also am quite sore from the weekend uh i'm not sure what from i just have a sore neck um but i guess that happens every weekend so it's nothing new well she went along on the weekend what do you think of the match I really enjoyed the match um i enjoy tanil's work and i enjoy indy's work and it was great to see uh sort of two generations of Australian wrestlers together. How is it to work with Tanil? That's the second time you've worked with her? Uh, that was the third time. Third. So Sorry. we had two matches, uh, I think two weeks ago in New South Wales, which it was good to get a feel of how it is to work with her in the ring. Um, but yeah, working with her was a really great experience. I learned a lot from her. She gave me great feedback 
and it's something I'm really thankful to MCW for giving me the opportunity to be able to go one-on-one with her, especially on such a big show and in, in, uh, in front of a massive crowd. Indy, you're a very accomplished wrestler yourself at such a young age. When you come up against someone like Tennille, does it sort of give you an, an idea? Do you use the match as an idea of where you need to get to to get to the top? I don't really like to compare myself to other wrestlers, but I guess with Tennille, she came from Melbourne, similar area to where I'm from, so... Mm. It's good for me to use her as an inspiration. Yeah. Uh, Because what she's achieved is she's achieved a lot. I mean, where she went is where I want to be. So, yeah, I definitely use her as an inspiration. But as I said, I don't want to compare myself to other wrestlers. Fair enough. Yeah. As uh, being, I'm I'm assuming you're Tennille's uh, trainer and mentor. Now that she's come home, per se, has uh, your student come back with uh, more knowledge than she left with? Yeah, definitely. I think the roles have reversed. She might teach me a thing or two. (laughs) That that happens every now and then. Don't worry about that. Um, Obviously, you've had a pretty busy year this year. You've worked... I don't know. How many promotions did you say, Lyle? I counted them today, (laughs) and there was 12 promotions. Um, just this year. I was year. actually going to make a list today, and I, I didn't end up doing it, but well, get, um, get a, how, get, how many did you get? 12? I've get a pen 12. and paper. Here we go. This is I'll, what they are. I'll read them out. We've got MCW, Wrestle Rock, Rock and Roll Wrestling, BCW, which you are the champ, WSW, RCW, which you are the champ, Nui Pro, which you are the champ, Shimmer, Rise, Bar Wrestling, BCW, and PWA, and I'm, I'm assuming... There might be one or two more that I haven't been across, but that's 12 promotions just this year. Yeah, I think... I can't think of anything else. I, I can't think of any other any other wrestlers in Australia who are getting booked so widely as well. So you're doing something right, and you get so much heat from from the crowd. For someone who the fans then really... Like, you're so giving to the fans after the match. Um, what, what are you doing to get that heat? Where, where's that coming from? I'm just being myself, pretty much. Um, <laughs> nah, um, I, I do turn it up a notch. So how I am, I guess, at MCW is how I am on a bad day. So I'll find something that's really pissing me off and I'll use that. But obviously, when it comes to after the show and meeting everyone, I want to give as much time as possible because without those people, I probably wouldn't be getting those reactions. Um, yep, Indy, uh, the WWE announced Evolution this week. Uh, it's first the first ever women's only pay-per-view. Um, have you got any thoughts about that? I think it's amazing. Uh, I think it's a great step for the women. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I think I might might be there to watch it because it's the weekend after Shimmer, so if I stay an extra week, I might be able to attend the pay-per-view. Oh, make sure you got your gear on you. That's the number one rule as a wrestler, isn't it? Yeah, I'll make sure I have my gear with me. <laughs> I saw a Slammiversary this week, and uh, you have a good relationship with Tessa Blanchard. How was it to see yeah. her on such a big stage? 
Oh, it's great. I'm really happy for her. It'd be good if uh, maybe we could tag up there in Impact. I but, think that'd yeah, be she's, great. She's doing well for herself. She is an absolute star. And you spent a lot of time with her when you're in the states. Uh, what did you, uh, what did you pick up from from Tessa? Uh, I picked up a lot from her. I feel like she's probably the one person who's like pushed me the most and taught me the most. I guess even though she didn't train me, but she really mentored me um, when I first uh, hung out with her properly was last year in. October, November, when I first did Rise and Shimmer, and I stayed with her, and we we rolled around a bit in the ring, and she taught me heaps just by talking with her, even if it wasn't like physical training, just hearing her, what she has to say, getting feedback from her was extremely beneficial, and then, so I ended up wrestling her um, that trip uh at Shimmer in a dark match, and I also wrestled her at World Series Wrestling not long after, which that, those two matches were great learning experiences for me, for sure. Yeah, well, that's what I really like about uh, like the WSW tours, where our local stars can connect and network with a lot of the international stars, which I, I think it's it's great. And fans should definitely go out and support it because that's just going to help our local stars uh, be seen more on the international level. Um, are you? Can you give us an insight if you're going to be booked on the next tour? Yes, I will be. I'm not sure um, if I'll be on the whole tour, but I will be on for Melbourne for sure. On the turnbuckle exclusive there. <laughs> Well, I've already, yeah, I've already got it. my tickets for that, so that's good. That's it. <laughs> now, there's a few uh, Australian titles that don't have... Uh, like, cause women's wrestling is obviously... Australian women's wrestling has been probably the flag bearer for wrestling in this, overseas for quite a while. Um, but a few promotions still don't have a women's title. Do you have any thoughts on that and w- when we're likely to see women's titles be actually a standard in Australia? Yeah, I guess... Um all all the promotions in Australia are at different stages. So um, some promotions may have more women in that live around that area. Maybe other promotions don't have women and maybe they don't have it, I guess, in their budget to get women over from interstate. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can see MCW with a women's championship soon because that would be good to add to my collection. Um, and yeah, I don't really know of other companies in Australia that don't have, I don't, PCW don't have one. Um, well, there's five you could have. Five? You could have five. I, have EP, I think, do EPW have one? I'm not sure. No, I'm not 100%. You've got to go win it. You could have 12 there. We, we need to, to get you 12 yeah. titles. It would be good to have one in each state of Australia because we've got yeah. New South Wales, Victoria, and South Australia so far. So Queensland and WA, that's what we need to... And yeah. Tassie. Tassie, yep. Indy five belts. So WA's not just two hours behind. It's like two generations as well. <laughs> get, get with it. Indy, in regards okay. to women's wrestling, 
we the boys just mentioned before the fact that WWE are holding an all women's pay per view. Do you think we'll ever get to a stage where we won't be referring to wrestlers as women wrestlers and men wrestlers? That everyone will just be a wrestler. We, we there's a lot of sports that are sort of trying to go down that that road now. Well, I think WWE kind of moved towards that when they got rid of the term divas and started calling everyone a WWE superstar, um, which I think is really cool. I don't really, I don't like to separate women and men because women are just as good as the men and men are just as good as the women. So, yeah, I, I think it should be equal. And and just on the back of that, what's your thoughts of intergender wrestling matches and are you up for it? Intergender matches? I I wish I could wrestle men more often, but there are a lot of promotions that don't necessarily like to showcase that on their shows, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd really love to have more intergender matches. Well, I know you've done some mixed tag stuff and the psychological, like the psychology of the match would be completely different and give you more more tools in your belt. Yeah, I I really love wrestling guys. I mean, at training, I usually train with guys 99% of the time because we don't have many girls, obviously, that train in Australia. Um, so I think I could have a really great match if I could wrestle one of the guys. Um, so you, you mentioned that you're going back over for uh, Shimmer. Uh, when, mm-hmm. when, when are you heading over there? Uh, so their next set of tapings is in October. So they'll have Rise on Friday and then they'll do Shimmer tapings on Saturday and Sunday. I think that's the, it's towards the end of October. I think the other thing I like about Shimmer too is the fact that they promote it as women athletes. And, and I think that's something that wrestling can do better is promote their their superstars as real athletes because they are. There's no doubt about that. Well, the Shimmer shows are excellent shows. Yeah. Uh, regardless of whether you are a fan of whatever style of wrestling you're a fan of, Shimmer shows have got something for everybody. You know the good. other thing I like about Shimmer as well is that the crowds that go there, Indy, aren't as big as, you know, we, we see WWE each week and you see 20, 30, 40,000 people in these massive stadiums. But then you watch videos like with Shimmer and, and the like, and we're seeing that crowds are only at some American promotions, 150, 200 people, same as what we get here in Australia. No different. Yeah, it's a very niche audience, but they're very loyal. So I'm grateful for the fans that come to Shimmer because, yeah, they're very, very loyal. And it gives you the opportunity to work with the best women in the world as well. Definitely. So what does the future hold for Indy Hartwell? If we were to close your eyes and think about where you might be in, say, three, four, five years, what would you expect that to look like? What would you expect it to look like? WWE Women's Champion, that's obviously. What I, that's what I'd like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, is that is that is that attainable, years? though, in the next five years? Hell yeah. Yeah, just looking at your, your short career... Uh, what you've accomplished, you know, in the last couple of years, oh, yeah, the sky's the limit, definitely. Mm. Greatest rookie of all yeah. time, is that what we heard during the week? Yeah, rookie calls being put out there, but yeah, <laughs> not sure. I'm the groat. Yes, the groat. That's a good shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but going back to that question, uh, in five years, 
um, I'd like to be hopefully living in America or living overseas, making a living off of wrestling. That's the goal. And is Japan? Does Japan hold um, ambition for you as well? Yeah, for sure. I'd really love to wrestle in Japan for stardom. That's another thing um, I kind of got introduced to by Tessa because she's done a few tours over there. And when I was staying at her house uh, last year, we would stay up till 3 a.m. watching Stardom World because, yeah, she'd be showing me all the matches from there. And I'm really interested, really intrigued. So hopefully that is on the horizon in the near future. And where can people see you wrestling uh, this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I'll be at BCW, so Battle Championship Wrestling on Friday, which is in Burwood, Victoria. And that is all I'm doing this weekend. Good. She's given herself a little bit of a nice rest. quiet one for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I've got my first BCW title defense in a triple threat match with Kellyanne and Vixen. Oh, that'll be a hard-hitting match. Yes, hopefully I won't die. No, I'm sure you won't. I'm sure you won't. Uh, one thing that we haven't touched on, and we normally do this at the start of the interview, but we'll throw it in here at the end. Tell us about your your growing up. Why wrestling? What what made you want to be a wrestler? And have you got brothers and, and the like? Did you used to wrestle in the lounge room with them uh, early on? Yeah, so it's kind of a typical story. had an older brother who watched wrestling, so that's how I got introduced to it. Um, so we would watch wrestling all the time. It was when I was around eight years old, um, when I started watching and then my brother kind of, he's a few years older than me. He's about two or three years older than me. So he grew out of the phase as most people do. And I kind of just never grew out of the phase. Um, so you'd be so, giving him an elbow drop from the top of the couch, not the other way around. Yeah, but actually I've got a younger sister and I would wrestle with her. And <laughs> most of the time it would, it would end in her crying and me like, trying to just shut her up so my mum wouldn't hear. <laughs> Any uh, favourite wrestlers from when you were a kid? Yeah, Trish Stratus is my number one. She's like the she's like my main inspiration for wanting to be a wrestler when I was younger. Now, wouldn't it be great if your sister was also a wrestler and then all of a sudden we could have like this double match where Stevie and your sister could fight against you in time? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I know yeah. it would win. Yes. <laughs> That would actually be pretty cool. It would be. Hey, uh, Indy, we thank you so much for your time today. Really do appreciate it. Uh, as we said, you, you're such a an accomplished wrestler. Sorry, Welshie. Uh, where can people find you on social media, yes. Indy? Um, social media, I've got Instagram. My username is at Indy Hartwell. On Twitter, it's at Indy underscore Hartwell. And Facebook is just facebook.com slash Indy Hartwell. Or you can search me. I'm pretty active on social media, on the Instagram stories and Twitter. So anyone can tweet me anytime and we can have a good chat. Did I see a really nice photo of you on some stairs this week with your belts and a, a, like a beautiful brick wall background? It was a really artistic photo. Yeah, that was done by the great Digital Beard Photography. He is one of the best photographers in Australia. He, he takes the best ringside photos. We may just use that for this interview, actually. Yeah, we'll see if we can get some permission for that. Hey, Andy, once again, I really do sincerely thank you for your time today. It's been great having you on and learning all about your story. You're a lady who's accomplished so much in such a short period of time, and the amazing thing is there's still so much more for you to achieve, and I'm sure you're going to do that in no time. 
Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Indy. Thank you very thank much. You. Indy Hartwell joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Hello, I am Elias. And you're going to remember this forever. I was born a drifter, and my highway is the sky. Uh, before he gets too much into it, that is Elias and the ballad of every town I've ever been to. It's sort of like that I've been every, it's a more modern version of I've been everywhere, man, isn't it? Well, he doesn't like anywhere he's ever been, it's fair to say, <laughs> in that hey, song. We did run another poll on our, uh, on our Facebook page. We did. And Elias... Winning that one. That was on Twitter. Down, yeah, it? that on was Twitter on Twitter, yeah. Um, people, obviously, we had about 171 votes. 11% want to see Roman Reigns in the main event at SummerSlam, and everyone else would rather a two-hour gig from Elias. I think Perry Saturn's ex-girlfriend, uh, Moppy, also, who got a... Uh, got a fair win over Roman Reigns. Reigns. Well, as they said in the uh, the great classic, the Monty Python classic, what has Roman ever done for us? <laughs> well, um... We obviously played Elias because he has released his debut album this week and it is top 10 on the worldwide charts. It's a great voice. Wow, that's debatable. I mean, he's a lot better in this than he is when he sings live. But I honestly, I've listened to a couple of songs. It's not the worst music I've ever heard. Um, It's not the best, obviously, but uh, good on Elias for doing something different and uh, getting another stream of income. He writes all the songs himself. No, I think it's good. It just shows WW's reach. Like you can see, they're in the top ten of, you know, it's a it's a gimmick album, to, you know. But I just I'd rather listen to that for two hours and see another Roman Reigns main event. And he's got a he's got a national tour happening around the states, doesn't he, or something? I think WW. Well, someone's promoting it. I'm sure. He yeah, is. it's it's every Monday yeah. night, Tony on on Raw. No, no, no. But I think he's actually doing a, a series of concerts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think his, his voice is actually perfect because it's uh, good enough to not be obviously not a musician, and it's but it's not so good where you're like, wow, he's actually uh, he's in the good at this. profession. Yeah, it's yeah. Per, it's per, it's at that perfect level. I think he's going to turn face soon though because yeah. everyone likes him a little bit too much. Yeah. Oh, it's undeniable. The crowd is eventually going to. Going to turn him, and you know, then we might see some uh, Jeff Jarrett guitar shots. Yeah, I think um, songs about heels and deriding them, he won't need to be doing... It, it will actually fit the PG era, um, era for him as well. He could take the piss without really swearing. Without saying piss. Yeah, without saying piss. Before we move on to cover off what's happening in the week of wrestling, uh, Indy Harwell, fantastic interview. She just, just good natural talent. It's amazing that there's... Uh, so much to cover for someone who's been yeah. wrestling for two, for less than two years, I yeah. think. And we've never had a, a bigger response on our uh, social media pages than when we asked for questions to ask Indy. So um, thanks, everyone, for contributing. Yeah, yeah. Dare, dare I say the interview was impressive. So we, <laughs> round of applause for all of us. Did we, uh, did we cover off on all the questions that they wanted asked out there in Facebook. I think we merged them in. We oh. it all became part of a narrative. But follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. You can ask her yourself. There's a little question feature that she's been 
doing on her Instagram stories, and she's been answering everyone's questions um, for the last week or so, which has been fun. I think there were so many questions because the future is so bright, basically. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. There's so much you get asked. It's a big, big draw. It certainly yeah. is. Hey, uh, so we asked the question of Indy Hartwell in regards to uh, the WWE announcing Evolution, its first women's only pay-per-view. Your thoughts, guys? Yeah, I think it's amazing. Uh, obviously, it's the logical next step for the WWE female superstars. Uh, I'm pretty sure they announced 50 competitors, which is obviously going to be a stacked uh, card, probably some battle royals, some multi-person, multi-person person. matches. But uh, they've got a lot of uh, talented workers to draw from and from overseas and stuff like that as well. Yeah, if they make it about the wrestling especially, because they've got so much talent. When you look at the May uh, Young competitors that they're going to have coming through this year, they've got the NXT, NXT UK. Hopefully, Tony Storm gets a run. Yeah. And then they've got SmackDown, Raw, the, and any ex-wrestlers that they've got coming back. I think Trish and Lita have already been announced. I'd love to see some really, really high-profile matches, like maybe... The Bella Twins versus the Iconics would yep. be fun. Let's 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 get some really good dream matches because it's there's only ever going to be one first time. Yep. And I want to see it be awesome. With fifty women there, a problem that I, and I think it's absolutely amazing. It's so it's so cool, and I'm really looking forward to it. Is how they fill that card, and I think sometimes WWE are really about the quantity and the time, so they kind of go, we're going to have eight or nine matches and start with that. I, I really hope that they're able to add depth and story to that whole card because you could do that. Like what what you say, Guelchi, you could you could actually have um the ex stars coming in against the new crop. So you think about that they've got the super show in Australia yep. where they're they're having fifty plus superstars come out for that. On the back of that show, they can start storylines from there. On the back of that show, Raw and SmackDown, I imagine will be heavily female talent based and you can build the storylines from there because they are the only pay-per-view in america that month so there's there's going to be a lot of build-up from SummerSlam through through to this pay-per-view absolutely yeah and you can tell some good stories you know you got the the main female titles you know nxt obviously will be on the line the may young classic uh, final may, yeah the may young classic uh yeah and then you got like you said trish and leader they'll be in i think some of the talent there would be politicking to get that dream match. And Mickey James has already put her hand up for one of them. <laughs> well, I hope she doesn't. All right, let's have a look at what's happened uh, in the week of wrestling, guys. We'll kick it off with uh, New Japan G1 and their tournament continues. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I think me and Lyle and I have uh, spent many a night watching this. and um, yeah, Together? Continue. Yeah. Um, around Unfortunately, it would be beautiful to spend it together, but no, alas... No, it, it it has been amazing. Uh, you know, you had we had a few days off last week, which I think we all needed to catch our yeah. breath. And then it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, straight into the you know the A and the B blocks. Uh, night six, top to bottom, was a a great great night. It, all the matches are good to amazing. There's no. Yeah. Bad matches. I'm just talking about the tournament matches. Obviously, we, yeah. we tend to skip over the multi 
multi-tags. Yeah, they're going through the motions a little bit at times. Um, but, I mean, uh, like even the storylines, we were talking about it last week where the story's being told in the ring. The Okada, where he's going with, you know, bringing all those balloons, but now he's on a winning streak. Is he coming back? It's just all brilliant. Who Who's in the final for you guys? Uh in the final, on one side, I think Sonata is going to take that next step. And I hope he actually wins it to challenge Kenny at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. But uh, it's still up in the air. There's, like, you know, there's still two weeks to go, two yep. and a half weeks. There's plenty of time. I think they're going to have to have a Japanese winner. So at Wrestle Kingdom, they've got Omega, you've got the West, and you've got the Japanese um, star in the main event of their main show. I don't think they've moved far enough where it's two non-Japanese guys. Let's uh, turn the clock back a couple more days, and we go back to Friday night, uh, MCW, Saturday night, uh, MCW 99. Boys, what did you think of it? That was uh, an incredible show. That was close to the best live show I've seen uh, that I can remember. It was wall-to-wall great matches. I, yeah. There weren't too many down points at all. Mm. It's a real credit to MCW. The storytelling, the the matches, uh, obviously I haven't mentioned yet the the breakout performance of the night. Lyle, did you want to mention that? Uh, just just before we do, this is what MCW do the best for their fans. Yeah, there was a bit of disappointment on, I think it was Friday afternoon or Saturday morning that Slex wouldn't yep. wouldn't be, and I'm pretty sure it's no secret that anyone listens to this podcast. It is one of my favourites. Well, I actually had to talk you off the ledge. Yeah, after I that, was though. like, I wanted to rip my ticket up. No, I, I didn't. But uh, they came up with an equal, and I don't want to say... If not better, I don't want to offend anyone. Someone arrived. Someone arrived big time, and I think he's yes. an ama- a made man. Yeah, yeah. S- Stevie Philippe. In the next couple of months, he's going to be yeah. known worldwide. They're, they're, just that is a star-making performance, and whether Stevie thanks him or the Australian fans collectively thank Will Ospreay, because this could be the second, third, fourth time that he's made. An Australian wrestler. Yeah, but Stevie's 19. Yeah, he's got so much upside. And he kept up with Will Ospreay, and they're at stages of that match where I thought Stevie would win. Let's not take away from Lockie Hendricks, who, if Stevie hadn't had that match, that would have been match of the night. Um, Lockie Hendricks and Will Ospreay's match was completely different. It was a storytelling match. It told a fantastic story. Uh, Credit to Lockie for the tights. He... Tribute to Rick Rude, had the spray-painted picture of B Priestley on the front of his tights, and tribute to Jake the Snake, they were ripped off him. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And then, yeah, they did the, I think it's the Spanish fly, while his tights were around his ankles. So that was an amazing match. And, yeah, like you said, if it didn't get outshone by Stevie's performance, that was still right up there. But JXT's performance in the main event, he really brought it as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. I've seen... Obviously, from our ground level, we couldn't see a lot of the um, the fighting in the stands and stuff like that, which is going to m- make amazing once the show gets edited together for MCW Encore, which we'll all, I think we'll all have to go back and watch. But just seeing some of the highlights, that balcony dive. The Tornado DDT off the, off wall, the wall parkour style. Yeah, that, that was an amazing physical performance. But the storytelling in that match as yeah. well c- cannot be underestimated. 
the ability for those two guys to tell that story. Yeah, um, echo a lot of your thoughts, guys. Um, well, Osprey's double duty as well. That's that's why we bring over these international guys. The how much uh, these re- uh, local guys learn from it, but also how it lets them shine as well. Um, yeah, Stevie breakout performance, just such a cool cool night. Tennille Dashwood and uh, Indy Hartwell. Another big match. It was um, Kellyanne, so and, Kellyanne and B Priestley's match was really entertaining and hard hitting. Yep. Yep. And let's not forget the video package of the big date, the first date. Uh, shout out to Lindo for his advice during, like, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. I, it's, that's been posted online by MCW. So if you weren't at the show, find it. Oh, the, the footage, nine minute, it's a nine minute video package of that date. Has been posted and it's hilarious. I took a couple of mates that are into wrestling, but not diehard by any means, and they were just they were really blown away by like how how good it was the the, the whole night, how much fun it was, and the crowd was it's hot. Tough. La Parker yeah. was there. Yeah, La Parker was there. I think we got a selfie. We, with we him. got a couple of photos. I he's he's pot- lost height. Yeah, he's no, lost- he wasn't on the chair. That's uh, the problem. He just doesn't have the same presence anymore, does he? A good crowd. The crowd was hot. Yeah, the crowd was actually really hot and. When the Stevie Philippe and Will Ospreay oh. match was getting to the end, the people just didn't know to, whether to chant "This is awesome" or "Stevie's better" or "Will" or for Will. It was everyone was pretty emotional by the end of that match. Yeah. I think, and then the main event because it was such an emotional story. I was uh, I was really drained at the end of the yeah. show. I mean, Stevie Philippe, the whole night was really good, but the Stevie Philippe Will Ospreay that was really something else. You could be anywhere in the world watching. Any promotion, and that's a match you'd say, wow, that was really and impressive. Jay, we spoke to Stevie after the match, and just the most humble, down to earth yeah. guy. Like, yeah. you just wanted to tell him how much you loved his match. Yeah. And he was, he was just Absolutely. as thankful to, or well, he said he would do the show. Good on So him. I did ask. Good man. <laughs> but um, he was just as thankful to, the, to us for giving him that feedback yeah, as what we are, were for him for putting on the show. Yeah, I put I put it right up there, uh, alongside Will Ospreay's match with Adam Brooks, that actually you know made me cry while I was watching that match. <laughs> so, so the question I'll ask then, I wasn't there. I was up in in Brisbane working, but for working, you guys, was working. that the was that the standard? That has that set a new standard for Australian wrestling. MCW is the standard at the moment, just yeah. pretty much for Australian wrestling. Though, I mean, we're a little bit biased because we're in Melbourne. There's some good stuff happening in Sydney and Perth as well, and Adelaide. But production-wise, Melbourne City wrestling is it's close. It's as good as as, yeah. as Australia is, and um, MCW one uh, hundred. I am devastated that I'm going to be overseas because <laughs> that. Is going to be insane. Just the matches that are already announced. And when you say the performances, like judging it as an Australia benchmark, say that match truly to do it justice. Will Ospreay and Stevie, that wasn't good by Australian or by this lower benchmark. That was simply a really good match. But that was a good show by World yeah. Independent yeah. Wrestling Standards. That's that's yeah. what I think MCW do the best. Yeah, as a totally unbiased punter. Uh, their storyline work yeah. cannot the, be forgotten. The booking's amazing. Yeah, you know, yes, the physical, and you can have a million flips, but their storyline from start to finish of a show yeah. is second to none. At it's the thought out, and yeah. the booking makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, I, I I love them. They're great. 
All right, let's uh, focus our attention to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Jindaba. You get, oh, you're going to go from what we just witnessed well, on Saturday night yeah. to Monday. That's a, we're, we're trying to cover everything. That's I should a have, horrible uh, You're right, time. I probably should have gone first and done probably my fault, MCW guys. last year. That's right, you did the, the run big down. Uh, Jinder Mahal, do you think he uh, helped Braun Strowman control his anger? Uh, Roman, uh, Braun, no, uh, no not, not effectively. <laughs> not effectively at all. Yeah. Tell us about the uh, tell us about the night, guys. Monday Night Raw. Well, the first thing I thought, geez, Vince McMahon's looking very old. I don't know how many more times we'll see him on TV. Was that a passing of the torch uh, per se to him giving? No, nah, that to... made sense to get Stephanie to do the. No, I understand. Stephanie that, does all those but announcements, then, but that's a women, but it's a women's thing, so it made sense to get Stephanie yeah, to even, do yeah, it. Even, sure. even, even Hunter, he got emotional while yeah. doing. Yeah, oh, obviously he's got a lot of. Background with the NXT. I'm looking forward to when they announce the next Saudi Arabia show. I want to get all of the talent up on the on the Stage, ramp, yeah. and I want to announce that we're having a men's only show in Saudi Arabia. And then you can have Braun and that. Like, let's uh, let's make it look like they're they're all because the women's pay per view. I would I love that it's happening, but I want it to be the norm so badly. I don't want it to be we're giving this to you now. Watch them hug and cry. Yeah, I mean, I get. Yeah that that's a natural reaction. Tell them backstage, don't tell them in front of us, and let's really treat them equally to what we do the men because you'd never, ever do that to the men. Yeah, I think they could have done like a backstage... Like what they... You could have videoed it for a... Um, yeah, that's fine. For a doco like, on, right the, on along, the network. Like, like uh, Triple H and the Iconics yeah. released the other week. Yeah, that was a little bit... I understand it's... Yeah, you know, it's all... They want to get as much media coverage as possible, so... It was a feel-good moment, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah, that was the highlight. That was the highlight. Of, of Raw. Uh, the oh, low light, the low light was... was Roman Reigns is now wrestling Brock Lesnar again at SummerSlam. Yeah. And the only reason that any of us will watch SummerSlam to the end is praying for a cash-in from Braun Strowman. Or Kevin Owens. Or Kevin Owens, yes. Um, but uh, you're talking about good booking by MCW. It just doesn't make sense to the Lashley Reigns match to have um, to have that in a pay per view. You have Lashley win, then Roman Reigns, I guess, is paid back and then some with a title shot. That uh, he's going to win. That he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, Raw left me a little bit cold. Um, seeing Mojo Rowley beat. Um, beat Tyler Breeze, who's a much better wrestler than him. Like, why are we pushing Mojo? I don't know. Well, he's, he's not a good character. Yeah, but he's 6'4", 240, so... Yeah, but it's that's 240 of, of, like, chubbiness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say one good thing about Raw, and I don't know if he plays this because he is like this in real life, but Corbin, Corbin's Constable great. Corbin, is brilliant. Uh, and once again, it's one of those ones where it's like, is he just such a jerk that he doesn't, you know... Him and Owens together as well is great. Oh, oh. I think what they've actually done with Corbin is just the old school wrestling technique. Turn your character up to 11, because he is a bully yeah. in real life. Yeah. So Same throwing at, angle under the yeah, bus and now, <laughs> to Stephanie. You know, even you know, the short jokes with Finn, you know, sometimes they might be cringeworthy, but that's just... He's a jerk. But the great thing about the jokes is he'll dead like explain the jokes. Like he's like, I think he said you're short, you're, because this this suits your stature. Because you're small. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just so obnoxious. Yeah, no, he, he's doing well. He's, he's actually, really good. He's found his place and, and really that's, that's good. Yeah. All right, let's move on from Raw then and have a look at SmackDown, which, uh, once which again, was, was a fantastic show. Yeah, I was going to say probably the better of the two. It was then. an amazing show. Yeah. Oh, 
Randy Orton coming out at the start. Yeah, I know he's a bit Getting polarizing, but he he could be the uh, the third, my third favorite heel in all of wrestling at the minute. Yeah. Obviously, Indy Hartwell's my number one favorite heel. Second is Jay White, his work, and Randy Orton might be number three now. If Roman's got... my second favorite heel. <laughs> Ciampa might be there as well. Oh yeah, um, sorry. Uh, but uh, if you're talking about dialing up to eleven, a lot of the things Orton said were. Were, were real, you know, were things that because he doesn't take those big bumps, and he but he is there does all treat the time. people like crap when he sees him in the gym. <laughs> yeah, but everything he said was real. He has been there a lot for the last seventeen years too. It was all actually not made up. It was real. But the way the contract signing was done was unique. You don't think there are unique ways yeah. to do some things like oh, another so, contract signing, signing, but. I've never seen it done that way, yep. and and there was like the interruption from Ellsworth, which was which was fun, and then bang, like Joe attacks like a killer. Yeah, and even the the deliberate camera work, yeah, of to not get that perfect shot. You know, it was a little bit to the side, and then it took him a second to get it focused. Yeah, and it, yeah, it just makes Joe the killer. And then uh, what could have been a really boring segment with the Miz. At the end and was misses. really was really well done. Um, throwing the baby, brilliant, brilliant. Who on this? And um, you know, I like tag teams and tournaments. So now there's, a, <laughs> but they wouldn't call it a tag team tournament because it's WWE land. It's a tag team turmoil. I think it's a tag team eliminator process or something. You know, Vince would not allow tournament. Are we getting the uh, the reality show? Miz and Mrs. Um, you'll be able to get it somehow. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Lyle will be watching it after he watches the finale of Total Ballas yeah. this yep, week. Total Divas. Uh, yep. No, it'll, it'll be on E for sure, I'm what assuming. Other, what yeah. other thing about SmackDown, really liking the GM work of Paige as well. Like She um, uses social media in it as well. It's not just an uh, announcement on the website. It, she, it's, it's really cool. If you've got a young Enjoy. person in that character, yeah. you've got to use the strengths of having a young social media savvy person, I think, and they're doing that well. SmackDown had been down for a few weeks. It was really good. Yep. Is it, are we seeing a little bit of a trend happening there where they're sort of trading blows? Raw will be up for a few weeks. SmackDown won't be. Are they sort of trying to share the love? I think they're trying to share the love. I just think that um, they're trying to see what works for each show. Raw is always going to be hampered by the fact that they're still desperately trying to get Roman over. So yeah. uh, they'll do a show where Roman's not heavily involved, will think they've turned the corner, but then they'll flick it back. Well, two things they have to do, Raw, is they've got an hour more of airtime they, mm. they have to fill out. And then part two is whatever we think of Brock, they haven't got their main title on display that's really hard. When you've yeah. got your off weeks, it's going to be really bad. But then they, yeah, they fill true. that whole hour with Michael Cole yelling, the big dog. So, yeah. you know, they could probably do it. <laughs> I guess with SmackDown, by the time you realise it's a bad episode, it's pretty much over. It's like, oh, there's only one match to go. With uh, Raw, it's another Roman Reigns event, main event. The other thing too, boys, is Impact Wrestling had their biggest annual show of the year, Slammiversary. Uh, did anyone bother to watch that? I really wanted to watch it. Um, and I've heard amazing things about the show, but I can't find a stream anywhere. <laughs> I don't know where to get it. So if anyone wants to inbox me and let me know where I can, where I can get a look at it, uh, preferably without paying too much money, that'd be awesome. But uh, from all reports, it was a great show. Yeah, so. okay. yeah. I've heard there's two or three matches that you have to go out of your way to see. Yeah. Um, the Brian I, Cage match was yeah, meant to be good. Brian Cage. <laughs> 
he does phenomenal work. You can see him in all over Australia in November for WSW. Uh, and I heard he's bringing the uh, X Division X Division title X Division with him. Title's so, going to come with, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm def- I'm it's on my to do list to watch this show. I really want to give Impact a chance. I've watched a couple of their TV shows in the recent weeks, but while the G1's going, I'm just trying to squeeze this in. Um, and still have a relationship with your missus. Yeah, just, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to do everything. But, yeah. but, but they're going to win that trust back if they can. With Like you're talking about the G1, where I sit and watch a G1 match, and like you said, it's good to amazing, so you know you're going to watch a really good match with Impact. Yeah, not quite there yet. But they're not competing. with Like here they might be competing with Japan, but in America they're not, and they're on it. In prime time, absolutely, and their and Slammiversary was a much better show than Extreme mm. Rules. So if they continue to do that, people will start to watch. Definitely. What I'd be doing if if I was Impact is probably almost trying to get eyes on the product by almost giving away a couple of big shows. Yeah, well, that, that's I did hear from a few American fans that they were still charging forty dollars for the show. I don't. I think they should take that step back. Yep. You know, get nineteen dollars, twenty dollars, whatever it is. Yeah, you break even, and just get more eyes. And maybe they'll do that for the next show. Everyone will hear this was a blowaway show because that's all the reports and the reviews that it was a blowaway Everyone. show. So hopefully, next time, you know, scale it back a little bit and get more eyes on it. And then from there, once every- people are interested and can't live without it, then you can. All right, time for your uh, your favourite segment, Jay. Kayfabe Corner. Uh, Kayfabe Corner might be taking a hiatus, I think. We, we, is it only Welchie that knows about this? No, or? you said you wanted to do something different. I'm oh, okay. to what it is. All right, I'm just bringing up something to today. You know, um, I was talking about the fans that came along on Saturday. Do you know fans that are wrestling fans amongst wrestling fans? However, when they're really, really not up for discussing it and kind of embarrassed... To be wrestling fans, discuss. Well, I know that. Um, I think we all gone through that phase ourselves at some stage where I was watching wrestling, um, but you know, you're trying to impress a girl or something like that, and you, so you, oh, that Hulk Hogan stuff, and you sort of throw off. But um, we definitely had that phase in Gladiators when I used to work on Gladiators in the original series, where people would say, "Nah, never watch it." A lot of, a lot of crap. But they all watched it. Because the ratings. All, well, the, the ratings, and, and they also yeah. all spoke about it at, at times. You'd come up with something, go, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, no. I, I saw that. I did that. <laughs> I watched it. Oh, well, Vulcan, yeah. Oh, I can't believe things, it. Oh, it? I mean, yeah, my friend told me about it. Yeah, it's just one Look, of Look, if, if people can admit to watching The Bachelor, surely oh, everyone gosh, can admit yeah. to um, watching wrestling. But I think there's this notion of wrestling amongst in society that, like, when, whenever I speak to people that have no idea... About it, I turn into that guy. It's like it's still, it's real to me. You know that uh, YouTube clip. So like wrestling denial is what you're <laughs> denial, talking about. yeah, fan denial, pro pro wrestling fan denial. I, I actually now thinking about it, I've, I've probably got one or two mates that are yeah. wrestling fan deniers. Well, you still deny it to your wife, so well, yeah, that's a a family thing that I think's better for the, yeah. the moving forward of the. Family. I've gone the other way too much, where it's like first date. I like pro wrestling. Here are all the issues I have. I can't really clean. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much a child, and I like pro wrestling. I think they're all the same. So age. is that the new segment? This why you don't get second dates. Yeah, all first dates. They go really well. That's why <laughs> you, can, you can watch the G1 and TNA. Yeah, it's like, history. winner, winner. All right, we'll post something during the week. Get people... Yep. Tag, share. You post something during the week on I Facebook will. and get people to, you know, 
job in a mate sort of thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what we should do too? We should have a little segment where we actually ask our listeners out there to jump on the Facebook and throw us questions. If you'd like us to answer some questions, if you, you've got thoughts out there that you'd like answered, we'll pick a couple each week and, and put them onto the show. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, All right, but the question is just going to be like, why is Tony on the show? Yeah, that's no, fair enough. Tony doesn't oh, even happy watch to Slammiversary. I'm happy to answer that. Is Jay in the studio this yeah. week? Yeah. Um, it's like, why is Jay... Hey, you what? didn't watch Slammiversary either. Don't take it out on me. Yeah. It wasn't through... Not uh, At least I knew it was on. Why did Tony call him <laughs> that edge? Yeah. Why is Jay limited to a podcast when he's so attractive, you know? <laughs> that went uh, Yeah, but look... Enough, if I get enough. One, If I get that question from your mum one yeah. more time... I don't want to be objectified anymore. Uh, we're not starting fake accounts, are we? No, uh, let's go through some of the things that are coming up in the next few weeks in the world of wrestling. Well, the course, main thing first. Well, for us is, uh, of course, our live show, oh. which is going to be happening at PC. Is that the main thing? Yes, that's, oh, the, main that's, that's, that's the main thing. I don't know what Jay's going on. All four of us. That's the main thing for all four of us. That's the main thing in my life at the moment. Uh, so like, clearly. It is August 11th, PCW in Geelong. We'll have more details about where exactly the um, show It's is on at. the PCW website yeah. and... Uh, it's in Geelong West, I think. Yeah. But yeah, get, get on the PCW's Facebook page and you can buy tickets through there. Um, come down, say hello. Jay will have an in-depth conversation with you after he's had a couple of beers, and we might even get we might even do roaming Jay. Roaming Jay, I roaming think. Jay. Oh, I think roaming that's Jay. Just so that I don't have to sit next to him. Yeah. <laughs> what What am I doing on the show, boys? Not much. You're no. going away. You're not booked. Not not booked. No. You're not booked. Oh, not that's right. I've got booked. that car racing. You're on the I shelf. I got to call car racing. No, you don't. You're going away for a piss up with your mates. Yeah, don't. Yeah, isn't that what you did? That's what you did. Oh, I went to Bathurst to call a race. Come on. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, tickets on sale for Mayhem Racing's debut. Racing. Uh, racing. You see, he's got me. Mayhem's Wrestling's debut Wrestling. show. Yeah, the Sunday show. Uh, those tickets went on sale uh, Tuesday, I believe. And they're racing out the door. They are selling well, I'm hearing. Good. Good to hear. Uh, World Series Wrestling tickets also selling well. They've announced a couple more talents. Jay, I know you wanted to Yeah, much cool. Um, so the, the Elite's going to be really there. Um, we're going to have Brian Cage with his X Division title, hopefully. Um, well, we heard Indy's going to be there as well. Um, I think there's another name as well. Yeah, there's uh, Flip Gordon and uh, Marty Squirrel, which is... Yeah. Uh, you got tickets. You want to get them quickly. I am going to get... Yes. I saw there's this, uh, something 60 like left. 60 left for, fr- for Friday, I think. Uh, yeah. That, so, the Saturday night has got 60 left. I think there's 110 for the yeah, Friday. Yeah, so there's not many seats left for, okay. yeah. for the Melbourne really shows. Sydney, Sydney um, Only bronze got, left, I think. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous how quickly yeah. this show's selling. And shout out to Brendan for getting me and Lyle tickets on the first day. He's a good kid, that one. Number one fan. <laughs> uh, Super Slam weekend, some local shows. Yes, uh, there was a big announcement at Wrestle Rock that they're going to have a brunch show on the Ooh. morning of um, of the WWE show, which means that I am going to get very little sleep that weekend. Uh, lots of Red Bull going to be required because um, MCW are running a show on the Friday night. And stay tuned. I believe PCW might have something up their wow. sleeve as well. And I'm not sure about BCW yet. Oh, okay. that'll be amazing. Yeah, and we might have to just get a... Well, it would be great if you had MCW on the Friday, Wrestle Rock on the Saturday morning, WWE, WWE, and then finish Sunday. off with the PCW. If someone does nice. Sunday, that'd be a 
Oof, really good we might idea. just have to get accommodation in the city time. No, yes, I, I did just have every day. Just, just go on from there. It's um, no, well, it's my really, house will be empty if anyone wants to crash. It's really sure. cool that it has such a. It's going to have such a festival feel. Yeah, I think. it's going to be really, really cool, and I think all kinds of fans are going to be accommodated for over the over the weekend. Well, I've already started referring it to as our as our WrestleMania, yeah. and I yep. think that's the that's rest, where it sits. The Wrestle Rock is that going to be at the corner hotel? It's going to be at the corner which hotel, which is just the corner so from cool. the MCG. So right? cool, yeah. And they sell beer. Yeah. Great. That's fantastic. I am in there. <laughs> uh, upcoming local shows. Let's go through them for you right around Australia. Friday the 27th, Battle Championship Wrestling in Melbourne, featuring Sid Parker versus Dowie James, is it? Yeah, Dowie James. Yeah, they're also, yeah. Indy's also defending her title against uh, Vixen and Kellyanne on that, on that show. Her so. first title defence. Everybody said one of her titles. Sunday the 28th, PCW's Ignition in Ferntree Gully, Gippsland Pro Wrestling have a massive show headlined by Willow Spray and Jake's, uh, up against Jake's T, which is great. Very cool. That's amazing for Country Victoria to get Will up there. Yeah. And anyone who's in Gippsland, you have to go. I wish I could get up there myself. Biggest thing since the Gippsland Falcons to hit that I don't place. even know that. Who are the Gippsland Falcons? They're an NSL, old soccer side. I reckon there's wrestling every Wednesday, every Saturday night in Maui. Just have to go to the local pub. <laughs> oh, That's more MMA, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> uh, Adelaide's right. Adelaide's right. City Wrestling have uh, Power Trip in Waverley, and APW in Cranbourne have Robbie Eagles as well. That's a great get for them yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's very good. So if you've got any upcoming shows and you want to let us know about them, we'd love to help you promote them. Just jump on our Facebook or Twitter page and we will help you do that on at on the Turnbuckle Australia. Before we go, guys, too, we need to mention that uh, we love doing this show and we really do. We're going to continue doing it for a long time. But in order to do it, we... Uh, it's not free for us to uh, It's costing us some money. So if there's anyone out there that would like to become a sponsor of On The Turnbuckle, we, as we said, we love bringing you the show each week for free and promoting Australian independent wrestling. But with the cost involved, if you'd like to reach an audience of loyal Australian wrestling fans, then please get in touch through our social media pages and we can have a chat about sponsorship options. And who knows, maybe Jay could even babysit your kids. Well, I mean, if he's going to be stuck at home with his daughter, maybe he can be stuck yeah. with your kids as Very well. Very happy to be with my daughter, stuck <laughs> meant something else um but yeah i could do i could do whatever i'm just a man of many talents we know you are boys great show indy hartwell fantastic look forward to doing it again next week enjoy your week in wrestling let's have a great week let's do that another episode of on the turnbuckle wrapped up and locked in the can we look forward to catching you again next week right here on my podcast house.com bye